Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. My next guest is a Renaissance man. I say that because... Um he can do it all. He's, he's had a 13-year NBA career, a two-time NBA All-Star and record holder, independent movie mogul. He has several companies, sports and lifestyle and culture called Slick, the Black Santa Company, which I love, business line inside the game, business inside the game called Big and No Label, each with the objective of combining creative talent with original publication and production to develop and provide educational and heartwarming stories that appeal to global audiences of all ages. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Byron Davis. Thank you, guys. I was wondering who you was talking about. I was looking for that, dude. You need, you need to stop, Byron. You need, I'm going to tell you something. Let's go, I'm, I'm going to just go back when we, when we first met many years ago. You used to come up to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I was the producer. We should we should yeah. we should chop it up back then when you was doing those Magic Johnson All Star games back in the day, man. I've always been a big fan of yours, but one thing I want to say about you is that I said Renaissance man, and I said that with uh, uh, with with a, a lot of um, uh, uh, what I say uh, pride because man, you've always from the jump you kind of like you kind of like started this little motion of these athletes going out there into entertainment. So I'm gonna give you credit, man. Cause you jumped out there first, <laughs> Thank you. and and because you 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 know you 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 you've had an amazing career. Because I always tell people, because I followed your career, and unfortunately it was filled with injuries. And but every time you came back from an injury, you performed at a high level. And I want to just start there right quick. Was what was that motivation? Because a lot of times when you get injured, you can just give up. You can just say, "Hey, man, wow, I'm I'm, I'm tired of this." But you came back every time you came back, man. You was a bad man on that court. Explain to us how did <laughs> how did that happen, Byron? Man, you know, I think it's just from my upbringing. You know, uh, growing up in South Central Los Angeles, you got to survive, right? And mm-hmm. you know, it's like it, it, now people are calling it uh, PTSD, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that when you grow up in situations like you know in the inner city. You just learn how to survive. And right. when you're back against the wall, it's almost like you're so used to that. You're so comfortable and familiar with that mm-hmm. that it just becomes the norm. Mm-hmm. And so for me, you know, every time I got injured, you know, I always knew I had my mind and, you know, my imagination and right. and, and, and will. And 
you just don't realize how much how much you can benefit from having you know a great imagination because that's really what has driven you to this point away from basketball uh getting into projects how does like say i i use the word independent mogul you know in the movie game how does one bring an idea to you because i'm sure you get you get a you get a addressed with this situation all the time somebody got an idea hey man all i need is some money from you burn come on man hook me up i got the idea gonna make you millions of dollars what drives you in the creative platform uh for me it's being creative it's being the person who always asks people for money <laughs> <laughs> hey man let me get a let me get some money and make a movie Right. Um, you know, what, what, what drives me is, is I think that there's a, an opportunity. Yes, sir. And, um, you know, to tell great stories mm-hmm. and stories about us, mm-hmm. stories about, you know, how we, um, who we are, what we do, see ourselves in different lights. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're starting to see a little bit. Uh, Black Panther was one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we got the get outs and moonlights. So, you know, there's always been a, a, a renaissance of, of, of black cinema. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, just I want to be a historian, you know, and be a part of that. And so creatively is just going back and, you know, mining our culture, well, you know, mining uh, our history. And I got and I got to thank you for that, for making it happen. Because you was out there when reality reality TV was defining black culture. It really was for a period there. You know, we were fighting on TV, we was arguing on TV. We was, and, but you was out there telling real stories, finding real stories, stories that we could we could hang our hat on, that we could learn about ourselves, and to see that turning into, like you said, the Black Panthers, the Moonlighting, the 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 Blackish, you know, the Steve Harvey brands. You know the Michael Michael Strahan's brand. These brands are a very, uh, as they say, general market brands. So that means that the, that that people are, are, are accepting our culture because of the fact that you know rap has really played a major role in that. We have to say that because because of the fact that rap music, uh, uh, the, the same young people who grew up on rap music were, were yep. more accepting, and so now they're carrying that that mantle into the decision making. So I'm sure that. That plays a major role in your success too, correct? Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and, and I think that, you know, when, when we when we say us, you know, it's really about us supporting us. That's why it ain't a lot of movies or TV shows, things like that. It's like we're always waiting for someone to come and save the day for us mm-hmm. or waiting for, you know, someone to green light a project. And, you know, I'm just, you know, kind of, enjoying being in this renaissance because I know that, you know, just like, you know, the straight hands and the Will Packers, Michael B. Jordan, all the great stuff. Come on now. Come on now. uh, Ava DuVernay, you know, and Byron Davis. Come on now. Come on. Come on. (laughs) We're doing it. We're doing it. But, you know, for me, it's, it's about once again, just studying history and studying culture and say, okay, how can I be the connective tissue to, Building a, a, you know, a, an economy, right? right. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm playing all over the place in film and TV and investments because we need some economic institutions. But you're not and afraid. Some, but you're not afraid to, to be the be the personality. You know, when I see you on uh, TNT, uh, you know, 
you know, being being funny, being entertaining, being a a person, knowing that's a role that you're playing because for a check, and and but de- delivering information. I'm, I'm telling you something, man. You know, uh, you know, this is the first time we've ever sat down to talk, but I, I, I've overly always been impressed with your your versatility, and not just from an athletic standpoint, because I always felt that you was beyond that, because you always had an opinion when you were playing. You know, you you wasn't a guy just going to sit over there and just go dribble the ball. You had some thoughts, B. You know, and you, and you said your thoughts, and a lot of, a lot of people didn't like that. But I think that that's what drives you today. If you if you, uh, I want to bring you back. I want to finish this interview. If you can hold on to the phone, because I want to talk about some of your more your more visionary things that you have planning, man. But thank you for getting on the call. I know you had to get your kids off to school, and I appreciate that, brother, because I got a child, and that's what I would be too. We'll be right back. More money making conversations. He's still on the line. He's a renaissance man. He had a 13-year NBA career, a two-time NBA All-Star. When the pressure was on, give him the ball. That's what I would say. Give him the Get out the way. Get out the way. Get out the way. You never see a guard out there. He, come, he was a point guard, so he just, get away, get away. I got this. I got this. He's an amazing uh, entrepreneur in the, uh, I call him a movie, a movie mogul. When I met him, uh, he was still playing back in L.A. Um, he would come into the morning show booth. Steve Harvey, myself, I was the executive producer of the show. And um, even though he was there for an athletic reason, I would knew it was something different about this guy because he had an opinion, and he didn't mind telling you his opinion. And that's not a bad thing because I think in life you have to define who you are because I always tell people what you, what you do in your 20s is what you're going to be making money in your 40s and 50s. So he was defining himself back then. And today he's on the call right now to talk about a lot of those successes. Now, vitamin water, my man. I've heard a lot of people make a lot of money off that, but you were one of the original investors, huh? A lot, a lot of people uh, followed yeah. you into that water, huh, sir? Uh, man, <laughs> I got you know I got lucky, man. No, no, no! You need um, stop, 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 be, 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 stop, man. See, I, I hate talking to people like him because I'm, I'm telling you something. See, see, I saw him when he was young. I saw him when he was young. Okay, hoop was his main game. All right. But it was something about it. he had the ability to communicate. He's very personable, and he is a thinker. You know, you, you ever look at people and you go, they're thinking about something. They're talking to me, but they're thinking about something else. So he's very observant. And so so when he said lucky, I don't buy that. I don't buy that because he don't. Hey, man, hey, I, I, I need, hey you need to stop analyzing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got me down pat, man. You got, you got me down pat. Anyway, because of, because of the fact that I, that's why I wanted you. I, I'm, I'm glad you took time to be on the show, and I'm glad that because it's, it's individuals yeah. like you, because people see one side of you. They see, you know, social media post on you. They see you on NBA. But I'm just telling you, this is not something you – this train of where you've been or what you're doing is not something automatic. You've been it, – it, I always tell people about Magic Johnson. If Magic Johnson didn't dribble a basketball, he was going to be an entrepreneur. And I say the same thing about, yeah, sure. about you, B., you are going to be an entrepreneur. You are going to be in the, some creative lane of life. It's just God gave you a unique talent that was dribbling the basketball. You turned that into a scholarship. You turned that into a 13-year NBA career, and you're making money, and you're enjoying it. That's what money-making conversation is about, balanced lifestyle. You had time for your children. That's balanced lifestyle, man. You're special, dude. I will not let you leave this show not knowing that for Rashawn McDonald. No, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that, Sean. It's uh, I would say it's just a testament of not being afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know, um, the vitamin water deal. 
that came because I was out of my Sprite deal, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be my own agent. And people thought I was crazy, but you know, I was also like, "What is what is Sprite gonna do for me?" <laughs> you know, ten years from now, right? Right. You know, I'd rather be with it. I'd rather be with a company nobody know about, get mm-hmm. less, and you know, work with the marketing team mm-hmm. to help try and blow it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, with Vitamin Water, it was. When the deal came, I was just like, hey, man, I make enough money playing basketball. I'll take it in equity. Wow. Super smart for a dummy. For a young, dumb kid. <laughs> but it was like, you know, you take chances. I was looking at, all right, I'm going to be my own agent at 20 years old. Right. But I need to step out of this business of what everything is traditional and everything that I've heard and learned from my agent. I need to look, I need to look outside his eyes. Right. In his view, from a business standpoint, and figure out how do you master business around basketball? Mm-hmm. You know, big shout out to Magic Johnson and you know a lot of the guys who were veteran guys in the NBA at the time. You know, because they were they were always encouraging young people to, hey man, you don't need an agent, you don't need this, you don't need that. So it's just like if you learn from people's mistakes, especially your elders. Mm-hmm. You can create opportunities. And for me, it was all about, oh, nobody's doing this. Let me try this, right? And as soon as somebody said no, it made me work harder, study harder to prove them wrong. And that's why you're a vitamin water mogul. <laughs> and, everybody, and everybody following me. It's me doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it too. Everybody right, just writing checks out there. Let me let me ask you this now. You know because you you wanted to talk about tech technology, and there's a there's a huge gap that you that you want to make. You're trying to close. How are you playing a role in closing the racial gap? Because I've always been a, a, a proponent or, or, or a person that says that. You know, we buy technology. You know, African Americans, we buy smartphones. We buy we buy Apple phones. You know, but sometimes we don't get credit for that. We don't get credit for being technically savvy, and we are. So, how do you how do you how do you how are you using your brand to close that gap of information? Uh, for me, it's just about you got to be right. You got to hire. You got to invest. You got to find the people who who are doing it. Um, I was just visiting with a lady who's been in tech for over 35 years in LA. 35 years. And she, she's been, she's been pushing technology for 35 years. And now it's finally at a place where people can, where we can actually get some credit, right? right? But we have all these pioneers, all these hidden figures throughout our history, and we've just never embraced them. Mm-hmm. And now that everything is a buzzword, yes, right, it's almost like we always think that we're late, right? right? We're not late to technology because technology is going to be the baseline of this world. We just don't support and rally around our elders and rally around the people that have done it and then pay it back. Yeah. And so for me, I think that, you know, tech is – Tech is a, it's a buzzword, but it's something that, you know, we should be teaching our kids mm-hmm. now. Our right. kids are better on the iPad than we are. So we should be teaching them how to code. <laughs> right. We should be teaching them how to design, right? right? We should be putting them in design camps, things like that. Um, 
you know, uh, even if, you know, my kids, even when they play sports, they got to take art, they got to take a language, and they're going to have to do something with that computer. Yes, sir. Right? Because mm-hmm. the way the world is going and the way the opportunity is, you know, you never know. You never know what kid is going to, once they learn how to code out of South Central, may wind up be a five-time all-star in coding. Hey, man, I'm going to call you professor now. Are you Professor Davis? <laughs> Professor Davis, that because you know you got that little rhythm now, right there, B. You got that little rhythm. I went, is he? Is he a teacher here? Is he my professor? I felt like because my degree is in mathematics, so so I'm a okay. I, I, I fight for for the, for the knowledge that uh, that I've been able to obtain. My daughter, you know, she's a she's a, in her freshman year and going to the second year of college, mechanical engineer. Then she came and said, Dad, I don't like that. I, I want can I go into gamification? I say, Hey. You you can do what you want to do, okay? Just just stay in that lane of education and technology, and and she's she's happy now. And when I hear you talk, Professor Professor Davis, you know <laughs> Professor Davis, when I hear you talk, man, see what what I'm gonna do a money making conversation tour. That's what I'm gonna do. It's gonna happen. I'm a, I have to invite you, it. man. Let me go. You gotta go, man. Cause hey, first I wanna, of all, I wanna, yeah. hey, hey, Dave. First of all, you are gonna be funny. You're gonna be funny, okay? And you and, and you uh, we're gonna have some fun. Oh, uh, and you go and you got money. That's key. And you and you and you and you stop. You know what I'm saying? I got see because I was looking because you know, it's it's the interesting thing about it. Women are so dominating the uh the world and especially the African American uh presence. Cause, yep. Because African American men are kind of like falling back, you know, where, where the, the women are the new stars. African American women are the new stars of of Which the millennial time. Which is amazing, and yeah. so so I have been having trouble finding that guy, man, yeah. Professor Davis, man. Yeah. I got to I, I got to go. get you on that, man, because <laughs> because you are you are you you have done that journey and you're still doing that journey. And the fact I love the fact that you you got in that zone when you were just talking about changing lives, and a lot of people don't understand that, man. And you're a special dude, and I won't say that. I'm not just saying that because you're on my show. I've seen you uh, way back and. 2000, playing, watching college basketball, watching you get drafted, watching you play, watching you give back. And because when you were playing those All Star games for Magic Johnson, you didn't have to be there. That was your own time because Magic was doing it for right. scholarships. So you yeah. you've not changed, my man. You just got a little bit older, but you're good looking older. So that's all right with me. But the thing <laughs> is that you're building time and you you investing. But please don't ever say you were lucky because you're a planner, man. You're a thinker, dude. Yes, sir. You are a thinker. Yes, sir. And you are a winner, yes, man. So, so B, thank you for getting on my show, man. I, I know you said, man. I appreciate you. I don't, I don't know if the guy was, was this a show, just a, a testimonial show that he just wanted to tell me I was great? <laughs> Heck yeah. Heck yeah, D. Heck yeah. And well, you keep winning, man. I can't man. wait for the tour. Hey, man, uh, stay right. strong, and uh, we're going to talk soon. If you ever need me for anything, contact my people, Likewise. and I will, I will promote yes, you, okay? Sir. Be strong. That's thank B. Davis. Thank you so much, sir. Okay. My man. Renaissance man. Money-making conversation. That's what we're doing here. I have to bring them on the show because, see, a lot of people I meet young, I want to meet them now to let them know that they had an effect on me too because a lot of people give me a lot of credit for changing their lives. But guess what? They changed my life. 
just like he did. And he's changing lives today. Money making conversations. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500.